Welcome back, everyone. We are on day six of day the six. 12 days of Misfits. Yes, we know what day it is this time because we counted. That's right. Andrew's still in his Darth Vader ugly sweater. I'm in my... And matching pink. and my matching mug. Yeah, and I'm very baby. Sith miss everyone. I've got Baby Yoda, my yes, favorite. You yes, you do. So, it is day six. And surprise, surprise, we have the comeback of the... Well, the year, I guess. With Brandon now at... Five whole points after five days. That's because I've got some of those doubles. So it's because you got them. the doubles because you started out zero and two, but <laughs> you're back on top. We're tied again. We we're, we you know we'll take the safeties every once in a while. So let's go ahead and see if we can keep the streak going. Reach into your stocking and what do we have today? Today we have Second Corinthians chapter eight verses one through fifteen. Second Corinthians chapter eight. There it is. 2 Corinthians 8, 1 through 15. And so this is what it says. We want you to know, brothers, about the grace of God granted to the churches of Macedonia. During a severe testing by affliction, their abundance of joy and their deep poverty overflowed into the wealth of their generosity. I testify that on their own, accord, on their own according to their ability and beyond beyond their ability, they begged us insistently for the privilege of sharing in the ministry of the saints, and not just as we had hoped. Instead, they gave themselves especially to the Lord, then to us by God's will. So we urged Titus that just as he had begun, he should also complete this grace to you. Now as you excel in everything, faith, speech, knowledge, and in all diligence, and in your love for us, excel also in this grace. For I am not saying this as a command, rather by a means of the diligence of others. I am testing the genuineness of your love. For you know that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich for your sake, he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. Now I'm giving an opinion on this because it is profitable for you, who a year ago began not only to do something, but also to desire it. Now finish the task as well, that just as there was ignorance to dis- eagerness, not ignorance, eagerness to dis- Eagerness to desire it, so there may also be a completion from what you have. For if the eagerness is there, it is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what he does not have. It is not that there may be relief for others and hardship for you, but as a question of equality. At the present time, for your surplus is available for their needs, so their abundance may also become available for our need. So there may be equality. As it has been written, the person who gathered much did not have have too much. And the person who gathered little did not have too little. So beyond the fact that I said e- ignorance and eagerness, <laughs> what did you find interesting within this passage related to the Christmas story? I'm not going to lie. Once you got tripped up, then I kind of got got lost again. Yeah. So it was, well, we'll take a stab <laughs> at it here. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm going to go correlate. I think what was maybe day two or three, probably three, because I think that's where I started getting points on the board of kind of the lowliness that we see Jesus come into this world as, as we talked about with Bethlehem originally. Uh, it's not it's what was talked about and prophesied, but it wasn't what people expected a king to be born, the town of a king to be born in, and the form of a baby too. So where do we see that here? 
I am looking in verse nine, for you know that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that through he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you that you by his poverty might become rich. So I think it's partially that posture. Um posture of humility. There we go. Ho ho ho. That's what we're dealing with here, right? Mm-hmm. Is this is another example of what the incarnation actually means for Jesus. Jesus is God. He's worshipped as God. He's the creator. He's the one that is holding everything together. He is God. He is the big G God. But yet, even though he was rich, he became poor. And not only did he become poor, why is it that he becomes poor? He becomes poor so that. Say that it's readily available for for all. So that we might become rich, right? Yeah. He is sacrificing his holiness and he is sacrificing his loftiness and his glory to come down and to sacrifice his own life so that we might have life and be able to be considered holy. It's a massive trade-off, but that's what we deal with at this time of year, even though we don't always necessarily think of it in those terms. We like to think of it in terms of, you know, the incarnation and we've got the baby Jesus and look, he's coming. And now the savior of the world is here. But sometimes we forget about what that actually cost Jesus in order for us to be able to even have this kind of a celebration. Mm -hmm. That's good. And what's also good is that you're now still at six points (laughs) on day six. Somehow. Somehow you're, 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 you're keeping up with the punches here. You're, you're, you're flowing. You're going good, going good. Maybe there's still to come, but I remember last year there was more of a theme of going back to the light of the world. And so I'm still waiting for that in there. It's in the back of my mind. We'll we'll see what happens here. We're halfway through six points in six days. Actually it was six points in four days, but we'll, you know, six points. (laughs) We've got it. We're halfway there. We have six more episodes of the 12 days of misfits to come six more verses to Brandon for Brandon to pull out of his stocking. And we'll see how many points he actually can end up with this year so far. Kind of good. Yeah. So we will see you all tomorrow. It's the misfits.